Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. Today's big idea is taking a look at the art and science of getting referrals. My guest is serial entrepreneur Gregory Klein Herzl with Connective Tech. Connective Tech is a fractional CTO organization specializing in IT procurement and vendor selection. With over 100 vetted and approved technology experts and companies, Connective Tech carefully matches the best fit, approved vendors, to the companies they help. Connective Tech offers a complimentary service to vet technology companies and match them with the organizations that they help. We discuss how to get so busy with quality one-on-one meetings that you graduate from most networking events, how to build an army of advocates that want to share your products or services with their networks, why making introductions is more important than sending newsletters, and more golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Greg. Thanks for joining. I appreciate you making the time for this. Thanks for having me. And I'd love to jump right in. On our last conversation, we were talking about the journey of networking. And one thing that stood out, we'll cover a few points, but one thing that really stood out is you mentioned the need, the people should, I'll say, be graduating from networking groups. That's so unique. What's the story behind it? What do you mean? Uh, Thanks for asking, Mark. I, I, I would definitely classify myself as a serial networker and uh it's certainly how i started my first two businesses and it's how i'm starting my third business and yeah you're absolutely right uh networking is so important um not only for your business uh but you know for personal reasons too to build a network around you so it kind of started with the core philosophy that i had it's how i built my it's like the glue behind my business it's is a person and individual can be defined by the people they're surrounded by. And so, uh, you know, everyone starts their journey going to a chamber or a BNI, right? And those are great. Those are great starting points, but it's really to help identify who are going to be the people um, or the businesses that are going to feed you referrals. Um, And then how do you get those referrals from other organizations? Well, I can tell you, yeah, you, you could get business just by showing up and talking to people in groups, but is that a great long-term solution? Can you get the best business that way? Um, mm-hmm. And and the, really the, the quick answer is really no. Uh, you know, you get to those events to, to try to meet with people and individuals that you think would be great targets. And then your only goal in those meetings should be to learn about them, to do the one-on-ones, tell them about your business and then ask them how who can i introduce you to that would help your business uh because you know you might have connections i don't have i might have connections you don't have and i can tell you this nobody has a referral immediately when you talk to them well i shouldn't say nobody uh very rarely you'll get a referral the the first time you talk to somebody so how can you add value and so what happens in that moment is that oh you're going to help me and introduce me to some people i want to talk to well well i i feel obligated i want to introduce you to people that were the same oh I, that's so nice of you to to ask that thank you and here's the type of person i want to meet and then that goes from there and then want those 
three people that they introduce you to, you have the same conversation. Those three people introduce you to two people each. That's six people right there and so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden you're booked two months out for one-on-one -on -one meetings with the type of person you always want to meet. And so think of it this way. <clears throat> you go into a chamber room, right? You might know some people. There's probably what, 10 to... I don't know, 50 people in the room. Maybe you'll talk mm -hmm. to, if you're lucky, eight, maybe a dozen people and make good connections with two or three. Um, this way, you can have anywhere between five and 20 Zoom or Teams, whatever, meetings a day, one-on-ones, half an hour to 45 minutes. I'm a big believer, minimum 45 minutes, you should meet with people one-on-one. -on -one. Really? Why is that? That seems like such a chunk of time. Yeah, you know, if you ever have a 30 minute meeting, you're racing. And for the people who aren't good at like talking about what they do in their business, it's a lot of ums and they're not really certain how to get it out or maybe they're talking about themselves too long or they don't have that 30 second pitch and you're not you need to ask questions, you need to look engaged, you know, every human being wants to feel heard, right? And you cannot tell people what you do and then ask questions and then in reverse tell people what what you do for you and then for have them ask questions in 30 minutes so 45 minutes is the is the golden time to really have some banter back and forth mm -hmm. have some meaningful conversations and then figure out how do i add value to you you know and here's where here's where it sticks right here so you introduce them to some quality people and you figure out who they want to talk to and you introduce them to those people. Then when they have that meeting a week later or a month later with that amazing person, they're like, man, who introduced me to this person? Like, I love mm -hmm. this person. Oh, that was Greg or that was Mark. Oh, man. that was Esther. I, like we just talked about our right? last conversations. Like that was like May. <laughs> exactly. Like that. How long ago Esther introduced us? And then you're like, oh, I got, I got to get back in touch with her again. Like that's right. And so that's another way they start remembering who you are, and then more referrals come. And it's also a way. So it was a brilliant uh, book, and I believe it was. I can't remember the author. It was said uh, a person, and can can network with about 200 people meaningfully, um, keep in touch with them, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're thinking about a business, like you need way more than that to do that, right? So you almost have to build a little network of people to advocate for you. And, and introductions is an easy way when you're networking to keep in touch with people instead of a newsletter or you know a, a drip campaign and things like that you need something different you know how do you get people to remember you by offering them value to their business without having a direct referral for them obviously referrals is the best way to have them remember you and your business but you don't have all that at your fingertips all the time right so if you're having meaningful conversations if i hear you right and tell me if i'm on track the graduating from networking groups, maybe you'll go once in a while, you know, for branding, show your face in the room, yeah. but you don't have to go if it's weekly every week. Yeah. Because is that because you should, if you're doing it right, you should be setting up one-on-ones and finding meaningful ways to set up one-on-ones. Is that Absolutely. correct? Like, you know, those, you want to find the people in the networking groups to develop one-on-one so that they can introduce you to better people. And then every time you meet with someone, try to get someone closer to your target 
a center of influence that can introduce you to a business. And that's what you always want. So that's why these networking events, there's a, a handful of people that are probably really good for everybody in there. And you want to get in front of those people, build a meaningful relationship, have them advocate for you. And then eventually what happens is that you have no time for networking groups because you're doing one-on-ones, right? Mm -hmm. And then you got to stay in front of them and touch with them. A lot of people have these one-on-ones and forget all about them. Um, and that's not, that's not a really meaningful connection. You can't do much there. You don't want to stay in touch with everybody. You want to pick your short, your short list. I literally have a list in front of me that says short list. And those are the people I'm going to introduce most. Those are the people I'm going to, I want to remember me most because those are the people talking to the companies that I want to talk to. Right. And so I keep that list and I make sure to always have introductions for them, you know, one or two a month. Uh, it doesn't have to be crazy. Some people get every week, some people get once a month, some people get every three months. It just depends, but it's a great way to keep them in front of you and to keep them sending you more introductions for more center of influences. So instead of having a, <clears throat> a one and I call them the one and done meetings where you, you right. there's, okay, you're not going to buy from me. I'm not going to buy from you. Bye-bye. Yeah. What is a meaningful one-on-one -on -one? from the first time to second time? What is a, a structure or a format that you use to have meaningful one-on-ones? And one of my friends and mentors told me that the purpose of a first meeting should be to figure out if you can, and there's a reason to have a second meeting. Yeah. How yeah, was a successful totally. first meeting look like to you? Yeah. So it's, it's a, a successful sales. Uh, so if you're going to actually sell to a target, and this isn't exactly what you asked, but if you're going to sell to a business, it takes on average 12 touches to actually get that business to engage with you, say yes, to develop a quote, things like that. And so it's, it's just a lot of, lot of interactions like that. Take that now and apply it to networking, right? Your first time you meet someone, oh, you're cool. You're cool. I have a high level of understanding about what you do, I think, but it really isn't till like the second, third or fourth time that you meet with that person that they start realizing, oh man, like I knew you did this, but I didn't know you did this to this extent or this type of service. You know, I just knew at a high level. And, but in those first meetings, it's how do I engage this person to say, I want to meet with you again? Um, or, do you get regularly scheduled meetings with people like once a month, once a quarter, things like that, once a week? If they are a really good target for you and you think there's mutual interests, it can't be, hey, I want to meet with you because you have good targets, right? It's, hey, I want to meet with each other because we're going to help each other, right? I might not have the direct referrals with, for you right now, but in every meeting, I'm going to make sure I introduce you to some great contacts that may have more referrals for you. And that keeps them coming back for more. And eventually they're going to come to you and be like, by the way, I was talking to this business and I think you should meet them because of X, Y, and Z services you provide, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that way you're not talking about yourself, you're giving. And it's, it's, it's that, that old school mentality, BNI mentality, the more you give, the more you gain. That's what they're talking about. It's not necessarily referrals all the time. It's can you introduce them? Are there leads? Are there introductions? Are there good people? Um, like-minded people should be introducing to like-minded people. Now, my mentality is like, I need someone who's in the B2B space. I need someone that can ethically do the right thing. Uh, that's good, a great advisor. But someone else might have the mentality of maybe I can cut corners and maybe they 
can can find someone that can cut quarters with them. You know, it's not, it just has to be a like-minded person um, and things like that, you know, that you got to meet with. Um, not necessarily the same industry or, um, you know, it's the right title. It's, it's the right mentality that you need to be meeting with and finding. So those people that are like, I want to talk to everyone. Well, that's, that's, you're not going to mm. get anybody good. If you, if you say that you need to have some criteria to go into it, to find those perfect targets you want to speak to, you know, it doesn't have to be crazy. It just has to be one or two things uh, that you want out of it. So is it, you know, when it's time to graduate from a networking group when you're doing uh, more one-on-ones or what is that? Because yes. I know that's what I asked you this. I mean, selfishly for my own personal use before we started <laughs> recording. So I'm going, I just, sometimes I'm just, how often should I be going? When do you know it's time to graduate? Yeah. Great question. It, it's um, so there's a couple, um, couple ways that'll the networking will tell you that. So I did about six months of networking groups um, and did one-on-ones the whole time and had zero contacts. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden those one-on-ones turned into more one-on-ones and I started to not having time for networking groups, but I still made time and I got up earlier. I scheduled later. And then all of a sudden I started getting more business because I did more one-on-ones. And then all of a sudden I couldn't go to networking groups anymore because I was doing one-on-ones and I was doing business. And all of a sudden I had so much business that my clients started referring clients to me. And all of a sudden I couldn't do my one-on-ones anymore, but I'm still keeping close to my own, my, my own personal network, my shortlist, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm full of client meetings and now I'm graduating. And so maybe I'm not doing the one-on-ones, maybe I'm doing major events, like, like, like going to a Red Sox games with clients now, or, or a golf games, right. And, yeah. and going to clients. And now I have a budget now for marketing, right. Where I didn't before. And, you know, people are, you know, people who are spending a hundred, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks on marketing, like SEO, uh, Google searches, things like that. It's just a waste of money. Unless you, unless you have a minimum spend about three to five grand a a month, it's not even worth uh, doing that. But who has that budget when they're starting a business, right? And you got to put that effort in, right? So the budget becomes, if I hear you right, in the beginning for people listening that don't have the $5,000 a month to spend on marketing, the budget is hours of time spent at networking groups and one-on-ones. Would that be correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the way you make yourself indispensable is by making yourself dispensable. Let other people sell for you. Add so much value to everybody else that they're going to want, they feel obligated to think about you, right? Mm-hmm. And that brings you business, um, you know, and, and be meaningful about it. Like actually ask questions to somebody while you're meeting with them. And then, you know, give them a summary in, in writing, you know, about what you do, who you do it for, like how you do it, how, how, to, how to send email introductions, you know, make it pretty, make it scannable. You know, people are inherently lazy, you know, they want something easy, copy and paste. You're a good person. Boom. Here it goes, you know, for the introductions. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. 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 I have a after every networking meeting, I have like, a, here's a blurb about us. And I have like in red, here's some bulletin points I talk most about. And here's some email language that you can copy and paste. And here's the type of targets I want to speak to, you know, thank you so much. Don't feel obligated. Send me some information on your company. I want to keep it for my, my profile in case I have a good fit for you, you know? So it all comes down to timing, timing, the one-on-ones, the meaningful ones, and, it, and the, 
would someone thinking off the top of my head, would networking groups, could that be a place to get your chops as far as your, what you're asking for? Okay, that, that, that approach didn't work. My next meeting, I'll do this. The next four, breakout room, I'll do oh, this. Absolutely. It's, it's good practice, right? Now, I say this, this is really good in the B2B space, right? If you're in B2C, if you're a real estate agent, um, if you're you know selling cosmetics, like these these networking groups, these chamber events, these BNI, they, they might be great uh, for that. So if you're in the B2C space, those groups might be wonderful for you. Um, it really just, it might be just, if you're in the B2B space, you got to graduate, you got to do something else. Um, but if you're in the B2C space, you could go that route. Um, obviously, that's, is it sustainable, though? That's what you got to think about. Um, you know, you have to, you, if you can you imagine yourself in 20 years still going to these networking groups, you know, mm -hmm. you got to build other means and, and kind of like a sales force for you to advocate for you to say, Oh, go talk to Mark, go talk to Greg, you know? Um, and how do you do that? And that's what this is all about, is it kind of building your army of advocates, your, your salespeople without having the internal salespeople, you know? That is an awesome approach. That gives me clarity and hopefully to people listening, it sounds like the goal is to create the virtual sales team or whatever you want to call it. Yes. The people are advocating for you. It's not just, that's yeah. a completely different approach. Every part of it, every step of the networking journey, yep. that's exciting because if all I'm looking to do is get a client. Yeah. It's like something like, you know, what, whatever, 98% of people are not ready to buy right now. It's just yeah. when you meet them, it's just the way it is. How do you keep it going? Okay. No, it's get people to advocate for you that know, like, and trust you so much that they're going to tell yes. other people about you for that, for you well, without you, you having it. to ask them to. Yeah. You said it, Mark. It's you got to be in the right place with the right person at the right time. Right. How could you be everywhere? I, in my network, I have serious, I have serious case of FOMO. I have fear of missing out. Am mm -hmm. I in the right place? Am I talking to the right person? Right? Well, the reality is I can't be in the right place. I can't be in every place all at once. I don't know when the right, right networking events going to happen and the right people in the mix. Cause everybody shows up when they want. Right. So you do have to have that army of people saying, Oh, you got to talk to Greg. Oh, you got to talk to Mark about that. And just to, to, to sell it for you and be scattered everywhere. You know, that is such an interesting approach. So and the cool, best, right? some of the best clients came out that way, but I didn't think of it. It was an yeah. unconscious, occasional unconscious competence, at least yeah. occasional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's what that's, you got to make yourself indispensable um, by making yourself dispensable, remove your, how do you remove yourself from the picture and your business still goes on? Right. Cause ultimately at the end of the day, everyone just wants to meet with clients. Right. But how do you get there? You got to get there. You got to take the journey, you know? So we covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time. As far as the networking journey, graduating from groups, if you're say, at least do this one thing, whether it's reiterating something we spoke about or something we haven't touched on yet, if nothing else, it's like, oh, for the love of God, just do this one thing. What would you say? Add value to somebody else you're talking to. And in turn, they will add value to you. I promise that if you do anything, whether it's in a, in a, in a networking group, whether it's in one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's to your clients, give them value first, and then you will receive it back. Maybe not by them, but by somebody you will, I guarantee it. That's a beautiful way to close. And if people want to find you online, what's the best way? 
Yep, you can go to connectivetech.com and that's my website and you can contact me through the website if you like. And or I have a LinkedIn. Sure connective tech, that's connective T-I-V, then tech, no E. That's right, exactly, dot com. Um, or I have a LinkedIn, uh, Gregory Klein Herzl. Thank you so much, Greg. I appreciate the time. Thanks, Mark. Thank you for tuning into the Idea Climbing Podcast. If you'd like to hear from a lot more experts, the Idea Climbing book is now available at ideaclimbingbook.com. You can also hear more podcasts at ideaclimbing.com. Hope to see you in one of those two venues. Have a great one.